Hello, 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 and happy end of summer. Welcome to a very special and short episode of Navigating Law School Admissions with Miriam and Christy, featuring your hosts, Miriam and Christy. And Christy. That's right. We're back on the microphones for a special episode today. Special and probably not particularly long today. I mean, we always say that, but the two of us can definitely talk, 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 talk. So who knows (laughs) how this will go? (laughs) We sure can talk. And on this special episode, we have three topics to cover. A cycle recap from last cycle, 2022-2023. A look ahead to 2023-2024 and the upcoming cycle. And finally, an exciting announcement very exciting announcement. But before we get to any of that, maybe we should start with sharing a few personal highlights from the summer. Why not? Yes, why not? Okay, so listeners, even in the midst of planning fall recruitment, reading transfer files, and re-examining our applications, more on that in a few minutes, the two of us did manage to have some fun this summer, both individually and together. We actually went to two concerts together. We went to see Fish at Madison Square Gardens and the Eras Tour with Taylor Swift at Gillette. <laughs> we were at. It was the, kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. But they were both kind of crazy in different ways. Um, we went to the rainiest rain show that ever rain shows. Yes, so it was like sure the did. most epic <laughs> rain show of the entire Eras Tour so far. Um, we were dressed like we were going on an multi-day fishing expedition across the ocean or something like that. I mean, we were not really in our sparkly getups that we were hoping to wear to Eras. I was wearing my sparkly pink shoes because I did not bring backup shoes other than my (laughs) (laughs) flip-flops. So I was wearing a rain poncho and very adorable sparkly pink sneakers. That was that was my my Taylor Swift. It was very fun to watch Christy in her utmost fangirl phase. It was very sweet and screaming at her husband that we might be late even though we were four hours early for the concert (laughs) as we drove there (laughs) but we didn't want to be late for the taylor gate for the taylor gate that's true that was amazing (laughs) we had to trade all our friendship bracelets i made friendship bracelets for for miriam and for all the other great people that we went with um and we really had a good time and fish was so much fun too it was so much fun. I know we 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 enjoy we were enjoying our best life over the summer, and and I even have um, a few Taylor Swift lines now embedded in my head forever. So now I now I know better when Christy is saying sort of weird things <laughs> where they're coming from, and I feel I feel good about good about that. Okay, enough about us. Let's move on, on to, to the our, business part yes, of the podcast. Yes, here we go. <laughs> okay, so our first topic, as promised, was a quick look back at last cycle. So Miriam, we had the roller coaster ride of 2020, 2021, the continued post-COVID uncertainty inherent in 2021, 2022. How did you experience last year, 2022, 2023, Miriam? Uh, it sort of felt in many ways like a return to steady state. It was our first fall recruitment season that felt normal. We had um, a robust schedule of in-person events, which is the first time we'd really done that since before the pandemic. I certainly hadn't traveled like that since 2019 and it felt really good and fun, a little exhausting, but also really awesome. Uh, and as convenient as it is to hop on a webinar in your you know, cute shirt and pajama bottoms, um, there's something much more impactful about getting to meet students in person. It's energized in a really different way that, you know, online webinars just never are. So I really enjoyed that. I did too, even though then you have to wear like nice shoes to meet people in person and not just slippers. You you can find comfortable, nice shoes. I I have some tips on comfortable, cute 
nice shoes. <laughs> All right, we'll have to do that one offline. I mean, I, I think in general, I felt the same way about last year. Um, I will also say last year marked our fifth cycle. That was cycle number five oh, for both of us. I can't us. believe we made it. Yep. And <laughs> it took like longer. Yeah, it. <laughs> well, I think that's because of 2021, 2022, and 2020, 2021. I think yeah, that's um, right. Cycle five for me, as you were describing, kind of felt like this return to normalcy, or at least like as normal as jobs like ours can get. <laughs> um, and I think in addition to the fall recruitment travel, what really stuck out to me was the return of in-person admitted students events. So I know both our schools did a smattering of kind of more abbreviated in-person events in April 2022 or sort of spring 2022, but we really couldn't announce them in quite the same way ahead of time. We weren't even necessarily sure we were going to pull them off once Omicron hit in January 2022. And most admitted students in spring 2022 still didn't come to see their campus in advance of starting 1L year. I think that's kind of fair to say across the board. This spring, it was just a totally different story. We hosted bigger events, more of them, and saw much more interest from admitted students. And I, that's probably the same same at YLS as well, I'm sure. Yeah, this, was, this past year was only my second um, real admitted students program. We had the big multi-day event, which I think students really enjoyed. And we really enjoyed doing, uh, even though it was an absolutely enormous amount of work, in part because we had to remember how to do something right. that we hadn't done in so many years. And I had a lot of new staff um, involved in it. But it was great. I think we, we all really enjoyed ourselves. So I'm glad we're back to that kind of normal as well. I am too. That's wild that you've been, this is your sixth year doing this job and you've only done two robust admitted students programs. Wow. Yeah. Real admitted students programs. Yeah. So, okay. So even though those felt so much like we were post COVID in terms of programming, we do, I think, continue to see some impacts of the pandemic in terms of the applications uh, that we're seeing absolutely. coming in. Do you, do you think so? Yeah. So uh, no, maybe absolutely. talk a little bit about that. Uh, I mean, you, I think you really see the lasting impact of the pandemic on on all of our lives in, in so many ways. In the essays that you read, certainly in transcripts, um, I think you, you continue to see COVID disruptions in grades, course selections, leaves of absence, well past spring 2020. Addenda, right? The impact of COVID on everything yep, from absolutely. how you take the LSAT to... Um, how, how much more common it is to see a leave of absence over the course of the COVID years. Um, it's much more common to see gaps in work timelines or kind of disruption in, in work, caretaking responsibilities for families. It's, it's really all continues to be there uh, in the applications themselves. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I think there's, that's going to be a long tail in mm -hmm. terms of the impacts that we see from the pandemic. Okay, so setting the old behind us and looking ahead to the new, we are, I think, really gearing up for the 2023-2024 cycle, which is a little crazy to say. And yeah, it's, it's just, about to, just about to start because we're recording this in mid-August. 
And this is going to be a cycle that feels different for everyone following the Supreme Court's decision in the SFFA case, which was about six weeks ago at the point we're recording. That's right. It's actually crazy that it's only been six weeks. So like admissions offices across the country, uh, we have both had to work through our application materials, our instructions, our review processes, our reports in order to ensure that we're in compliance with the law, as well as carrying out our uh, longstanding commitments as institutions uh, to ensure that our classes include people with a wide range of life experiences. And to be clear, as both Harvard University and Yale University have stated this summer, that commitment has not changed. Yes, that's right. I think there was very strong statements from both university presidents and from our deans um, on that issue. All right, should we talk about some of the new things applicants might expect this cycle? Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, you're going to see a lot of new essay prompts from pretty much all schools. At HLS, we took this summer, um, the last six weeks, to completely rethink our essays. And instead of the old framework of personal statement and optional statement, we will now have two required essays. So rather than having one required, one optional, it's two required. Each one will be one to two pages. We're calling them the statement of purpose and the statement of perspective. And we hope you can check out the prompts themselves on our website. They were, they were workshopped pretty thoroughly. And we hope that these new prompts will better capture what we're asking applicants to share in their essays. It's actually very exciting for us. Uh, the HLS personal statement prompt had not been changed in almost 20 years. Wow. I have made some tweaks over time, but I think the biggest changes to our essay prompts actually came this summer, and I'm I'm overall pretty excited about it. So what we decided to do this summer uh, is to think about the core values of the law school and to make sure that our essay prompts reflect those values. So we made it more clear than ever that our 250-word essay is meant to show how you, the applicant, would contribute to our intellectual community. Uh, and again, that essay is a very short essay about ideas or issues that the applicant cares about. And instead of an optional diversity statement, we added four optional essays, each connected to one of our core values. Applicants can choose to answer one of those in approximately one page double spaced. Uh, and these are tethered to one of four values, community involvement and contribution, accomplishments, leadership and innovation, determination and resilience, and open-mindedness and the willingness to change your mind. And I am actually really excited to see how these essays go. Um, it's a little bit of an experiment, so some may work better than others. We may end up making some additional changes, who knows? Uh, but we put a lot of thought into the, the questions themselves and hope that they are a good opportunity for applicants to share about themselves uh, in, in a new format. I am also really excited. I wonder right now if there are some applicants that have worked on personal statements, sort of using old prompts from different schools who might feel maybe a little disappointed um, that the prompts have changed because I know we're not the only two schools that have changed prompts, but I hope you can see the silver lining in it, which is this is a new opportunity. It's each essay you write is an opportunity for you to reflect on what's motivating you to go to law school and who you are and what you want to get out of your career. And that reflection process, I think, can pay dividends in the long run. Yeah, and I think it's important for applicants to take that mindset of viewing this as an opportunity and mm -hmm. not trying just to jam in things that they've maybe pre-written or things that they wrote for one school and just to use it for another school. I know that it's more work and I don't minimize that. It's one of the reasons we made this optional, this at least for this year, uh, because we 
didn't want to layer on work and what we knew was already a stressful time. But I think it's important that if you're going to be responding, or in your case, you have to respond to the, these essay prompts to really take the questions seriously on their own terms and to answer them carefully and thoughtfully in the way that they were asked, rather than just reusing um, materials written elsewhere or assuming that they actually mean something that they don't mean. Well, this is really just a personal statement, so I'm just going to use the personal statement mm -hmm. I wrote. Maybe yes, maybe you can, but maybe you can't. And to really be thoughtful about the way that you're responding to each individual school's essays, because I do think there's going to be more variability. And maybe that's a good thing uh, in terms of finding the schools where the questions really tell you something about what the schools care about as well. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can use your personal statement you already drafted, but maybe it would be even more effective to, to start with a blank Word document. Right. Or to take it in and take some pieces of it and edit others. I think that that's the way that I would strongly recommend that people think about this rather than just trying to reuse the same thing for all schools. Okay. What else should applicants expect this year? Oh, I don't know. Every time we try to predict this year, I think we go awry. So I, if I had to guess, I would assume it's going to be a slower cycle this year uh, rather than a faster cycle. I mean, we are all underwater. This um, decision has caused a lot of um, changes for us. I would say we're building, we are building a plane as we're flying it. Um, yes. We're all leanly staffed and there's a lot of changes that we have to make to make sure that we're very careful and doing things the right way and in compliance with everything we're required to be in compliance with. So new essays, new processes, new operational stuff, new, lots of new stuff in the technically in the background of our systems. So just be patient with us. We know that it's frustrating and people want decisions, um, but we want to make sure we're, we're doing things correctly and, uh, and properly throughout the cycle. So I, I do think it's more likely to be slower rather than faster this year. I would guess the same, but our crystal balls are always cracked. So you never know. Very cloudy and very cracked. <laughs> That's right. But what hasn't changed, and I, I think I can speak on behalf of all admissions officers across law schools on this. What hasn't changed is our commitment to matriculating a class of future leaders and lawyers who bring that broad range of perspectives and experiences to our schools and to the legal profession. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Okay, so our final topic, third and final, a fun way to end. All right, everybody. We're going on tour. Yes, we are taking this podcast live. <laughs> We went to all those concerts. We were so inspired by Taylor Swift on stage. We said, we want to do that too. Yes. That next soon, that will be us. 60,000 people in Gillette. <laughs> or maybe, maybe 100 people in a law firm in Seattle. One yes. or the other. We're not sure yet. Probably not a sparkly bodysuit. <laughs> Um, I can say with 100% certainty, there is no sparkly bodysuit, at least for me. <laughs> Christy, if you would like to show up in a sparkly bodysuit, I am behind you 1000%. So you will be able to see the two of us live this fall. We're going to Boston and New York and LA and Seattle, and we're even going to go to the United Kingdom. Um, and we're going to see how it goes. And if we can pull off the tech, we're hoping to record 50, some of the- 50 at best. <laughs> Try our best. We're gonna hope to record some of the live events and put them on our podcast feed for you so that even if you can't see us in one of our live events this fall, um, you can be a part of it. Yes, keep your fingers crossed for us. That is not certainly my strong suit, that's for sure. Even this, even recording this was a challenge for me, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. So. 
So to find out more and to register, um, it will be up on our websites. We'll be sending out some emails um, and registration will open um, early in the week of August 14th. So we're hoping for a packed room. Don't, don't make us hang out by ourselves, although I guess that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, Christy. We would still have a good time if it was just the two of us. <laughs> yes, and we have, if this entices you to sign up for one of these events, we have some games in store that will require audience participation. Woohoo! I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. And we hope to see you guys there. And we wish all of you truly and honestly the absolute best of luck. We know it's a stressful time for everyone. And uh, we're looking forward to reading your applications. All right. Thanks, everybody.